Hello everybody and welcome to another episode on Glory Red FC with your boys Benito and D. And let me tell yo, you, yo, yo. let me tell you, this episode is jam-packed. It is full. Like today, expect, woo, expect fire in this episode. But before we get into it, what's good, Pastor D? Yeah, man, all is well, you know. I'm apart from our disappointing result um, from the match. Um, anyway, it's it's disappointing, but then again, I wasn't really surprised, you know, because we did have our little prediction at the beginning of the week in one of our podcast episodes, and I did say that, you know, I'll be shocked if we can actually get a result from from that match. And then just to make things worse, mm-hmm. you know, we obviously get the news, um, or we get the the feel to the the little drama that's happening between Den Haag and Sancho. You know, yeah. Which, of course, we're here to talk to you guys about today because I think it's very rare, you know, me and you have split opinions when it comes to, you know, Man United-related stuff. So, you know, we, we started the conversation before we jumped onto the podcast and we just figured that, nah, I think this is going to be a good one, you know, for the community. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you know, two strong opinions from both ends of the conversation. Yeah. And and yeah, you know what I mean? And just give you guys like, you know, some some like some thoughts on how we feel about about what's going on. Yeah. No, uh, it's interesting that you said that, D, because you took the words like I was I had I had like a little um little speech before we jump into this. I just wanted yeah. the viewers to 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 understand something, a little background about you and I in, ter- in terms of where we come from, in terms of this football journey we've been together. So, so like me and Denda have been talking about football for years. Like it is just something that it's our hobby. We sort of connected. And in that time, I think I can count with my, with one hand where we've had very serious disagreements on certain topics it reached a level and the, 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 the most amazing part about this thing. And that's why me and Dinda decided to, to, to do this is that we respect each other's opinion, no matter how hard other guy feels about another, um, about his own opinion. We always try to find an, un, like an understanding and we always somehow come to a good conclusion at the end of the day, whether it's to yeah. let it be or yeah. whatever, whatever. But then sometimes <laughs> when we're having conversations, we, we we tend to remember these things and kind of like throw them in there, you know, little little jabs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, <laughs> some some slight digs at each other, but in a very like in 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 sportsmanship kind of way. Like we yeah. are very yeah. good communicators. So exactly, we have like one 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 of the biggest arguments we had was I think was David De Gea, yeah, um, and at the time. It made sense because David De Gea was having his little slump and I was just fed up, you know, and you and 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 I was kind of like tired, like I was tired of losing. Yeah. And mm. then that was like, nah. And he reminded me of why David De Gea. And like, it didn't take long, but it was just something that Dendas had to say in order to bring me back to reality. And at the end of the day, we ended up agreeing. But it was one topic that whew, 
took some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know <laughs> if there's another topic. I don't know if, it, if we've ever gone into it with Martial. I think it was Martial yeah. Greenwood. Yeah. Greenwood. When we were um, Greenwood yeah. having time to play, like come in and play. Like whether he should start or... Remember the time when I Ole... I remember, but I don't remember us having a disagreement about the Greenwood one. I remember oh, okay, okay, the okay. Martial and, and I Rashford. I think Rashford. But nah, I don't think I don't think um Greenwood ever, ever had a disagreement on that. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I vividly okay. do remember uh, so having here and then Martial. Oh, so having said that, yeah. my people, I just want you guys to be prepared because it seems we have been we th- this conversation has been building up we've had few com- like we've had some statements between each other before this podcast and because we didn't want to ruin it by going back and forth because we might have had the podcast by ourselves <laughs> because you know so we decided now nah, let's bring it here and we are on the like on opposite sides of the scale then there's yeah. one side and I'm on one side. And it just seems like this one is going to be a cracker. So, people, yeah. let's get into it. D, <laughs> Eric Ten Hag and Sancho. Sancho pulls yeah. a fast one after the manager, like minutes after the man, not minutes, but a couple, like not very long after the yeah. coach states that he wasn't picked because of training progress or something like that. Yeah, and somewhere along those Sancho comes out with this bombshell and rattles the United fan base. He, the he fan base split right now. Back. Like, <laughs> oh, it is split. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, it is. It like, is. Glazer, I, man, you know what? Let me just put this for the record. All these problems that we're having right now are because of those guys. Let me just put yeah. it up. And before we get into this, we need to understand where the problems stem from. They stem from up top. No way, like if everything was good up top, it will trickle down the pyramid. Like it it shows when the club is run properly. So having said that, D, let's get into it, man. You had some words, very strong words, my guy. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you know, I have have a lot to say, right? And I think a lot of what I have to say is is question-based. And you know, before we even kick anything off, I just wanna I wanna make it absolutely clear to all yeah. the listeners and also to you, my guy. Yeah. Here, I'm I as I know it seems like I'm taking sides, but I'm not taking sides. I'm mm. actually not taking sides. I'm literally just asking questions that you know I feel that our fan base need to be asking. And I feel that we need to to really get into like what really happened? Like this thing used to be nipped in the bud. And when I heard this story come out, like when this whole thing broke out, I got so pissed off. I got so pissed off because I knew it was gonna split the fan base, number one. And number yeah. two, I knew it was going to go into a very dark and toxic place that we do not need to be at at the moment. And Preach. it's so frustrating because the media every single time, you know, always portray this narrative that United fans always fall hook, line, and sink up. Bro! You know? <laughs> and, get, and, and, and we dive into the madness of the media when we shouldn't even be doing so in the first place. And I'm not going to lie to you. I fall into it sometimes, you know? 
And then on good days when I'm very level-headed, I don't want to entertain it. And this is just one of them that I didn't want to entertain. But the only reason why I jumped onto it was because I feel that everyone is jumping on Sancho's neck and I feel it's very undeserved, you know? Huh? And something similar to, to Harry Maguire. I remember there was a point where Harry Maguire, you know, got to a place where he wasn't performing well and people didn't like him. And, you know, you'd watch matches with biased eyes. That even when he was performing, even when he had a good game, we couldn't even see it. We couldn't even acknowledge it. And when I was listening to what was going on in our group, in the Glory Reds WhatsApp group, and I saw all these shots being taken at Sancho, and, you know, talking about his inconsistency, has been up and down, hasn't been performing. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know what I mean? So for me, my argument, I think it's about, it's more about defending Sancho, the player, and not so much about this drama that's going on between Sancho and um, Eric Ten Hag. But obviously, you know, you can't have the one without the other. You understand? Mm -hmm. So I'm not taking sides, but I will say that I do have a bias towards Sancho in this regard. And of course, I'm going to give my reasons. Yeah? Now, obviously, looking at what transpired, the first question I brought up to myself was, why does it feel like Sancho replied like he was blindsided because in all honesty i fail to believe that a player cannot go into a next match starting or not not starting actually not i can't say starting i can't believe that a player would not know the reason why they're not playing in the next game you understand mm -hmm. because if the player knew why he didn't play or why he was not going to start in the next match there's no reason for him to feel blindsided and release such a statement. If he was told, right, before that Arsenal match, to say, look, this is the reasons why you're not starting, because you didn't reach the fitness requirements during training, I wouldn't see why Sancho would come out with that statement, looking, you know, seeming very confused on what's going on, like he was told something else. And when you look at United's track record, with managers coming out and saying those type of statements, Right, it dates back even before Sancho. When managers have literally come out in the press conference, the managers have been asked why hasn't said player started, and they've given whatever excuse they have they've um, given, and the player comes out in the media and says, "No, that's not the reason." Do I agree with that will that that approach of dealing with the situation? Absolutely not. I don't agree with it. I don't agree with the way Sancho went about it. You know, but again, it just boils down to what you said in the beginning then that this club is so poorly managed that we don't even know what exactly is going on in the first place you know mm -hmm. number two when you look at Ayrton Hag look I respect Ayrton Hag and like I said I'm trying my best not to take sides but people are holding Ten Hag to a standard of he can't be wrong you know everything that he says he has to be telling the truth, and the, and the next person who is speaking about has to be wrong, right? We saw in the other match, you know, a, a lot of people in the United fan base, all right, and, and people even outside of the United fan base, you know, some of the answers that he was giving were just not making sense, you know, um, especially when they talked about the midfield and he spoke, no, the midfield was fine, but clearly the midfield was not fine, and that was very evidential when Mason Mount got injured and Erickson got back into the team and were playing more cohesively as a team. So now at the end of the day, you start asking yourself these questions like, is this 
how the manager really feels about the situation or is he just giving you know the media a story for them to run with while he deals with the things with, with the situation and how he's supposed to deal with it you understand what i'm saying because for all we know maybe the easiest answer was to say he didn't reach fitness requirements right but then it's something else maybe that they can't disclose and maybe that's just something that was not disclosed properly with the player and he wasn't happy the way it came out because let's be honest a lot of the narrative has gone that sancho doesn't track back Sancho is a lazy player. Da, da, da. And then I say, okay, cool. I get all of that. And that's why I brought that example up with Maguire. When you look at a player with biased eyes. I remember, and this is not a jab, but I remember the... Which match was it? Um, was it the... Was it the match? I can't remember which match it was. But just no, the one we played recently, where we're doing the player ratings and I gave Rashford a 7, right? And yeah. then you said that didn't play well and i'm like but how didn't he not play well when he contributed to all three goals you understand mm -hmm. what i'm saying mm -hmm. so i think it's a situation where a lot of the time people look with biased eyes but then when you go back then when you go to the stats the stats say something else so immediately when i heard those statements being thrown out in the united fc group i'm like there's no way central stats are less than how much cause anthony even with anthony having more game time and I went to check the stats, and the stats show that Sancho played, like, his stats are better than Sancho's stats for last season. And Sancho, sorry, than Anthony. And Anthony had more, um, what was, more game time than Sancho last season. He had more starts than Sancho last season, whereas Sancho had the better stats. And when you look at their first seasons, both of them, separately, Sancho had a better start to his first campaign, you know, um, even though he wasn't played as much as he should have been played than uh, much with um, Anthony. And those, obviously, I know... Um, what are, what are their stats? Okay. The stats for... All right, for, I'll, I'll, come, I'll, I'll, come in, I'll come and bring up the stats. Okay. But now, when you look at... And I know I'm diverting a little bit, but, you know, a lot of people are, you know, the they're jumping on this on this central thing you know and it's like okay because isn't now there's this whole thing of you know ten hag's not going to drop anthony right and for some reason you know people believe that anthony is the one who's doing better than central and like i said when you go and look at the stats and you go and look at the amount of chances central is creating versus the amount of chances um anthony is creating when you go and look at the assists, when you go and look at the goals, when you go and look at anything that is supposed to count from an out player, you know, from a forward player going into the um, in the final third, Sancho has a better output rate in numbers and in percentage, more so than um, what you call this entity. Now, obviously, the debate comes with no, Sancho doesn't track back, and you say, okay, cool. You go and look at the stats again, and the stats are not far off for someone to literally come and say, you know, he doesn't do enough. Anthony does 10 times more the job than what, um, what you call this, um, than what Sancho does. So now I'm asking myself this question. Do people just have an agenda on this player, you know, and they actually don't know what the stats are, and they're just talking out of emotion because they're like, no, Sancho, who are you? And true. Players should not have power over the club. You understand? But 
at the end of it all, what is the actual point? What's the outcome? What's the whole outcome on jumping on Sancho? Because the way I see it, these same players that we need for this season, because the club did a very poor job at buying players, buying adequate replacements, strengthening the bench, you know, did a very poor job. Now you want to come and jump back on these same players that we are relying on to see us out through the whole season. You want to go and start having fights just after we lost a major game and start going and bashing on these players instead of, you know, being in support of them or nipping all this nonsense in the bud and let the media just run with whatever they want to run. Because honestly, the club, Sancho, Ten Hag, they need to get a hold of the story ASAP. They need to release something by today, latest tomorrow, squashing this news that's out there before it escalates to something that shouldn't even go to. You know what I mean? They shouldn't leave this to public opinion and public, you know, validation of who's right, who's wrong. Immediately all of this nonsense happened. By now, we should have already had a statement from Tin Hag and Central coming, doing a whatever principle, whatever, you know, to come and say, look guys, there was a misunderstanding. You understand? This is what we meant. This is how it was. Oh, they come out with the truth. I don't care. But at the end of the day, this thing needs to be handled by the club and not be left to the media to run their own narrative, to divide the fan base even further than what it should even be divided um, at the current stage. So let me bring up the stats. I finally got them up. Yeah. Um, so we're going to look at last season. Okay. Um, so Sancho had 26 appearances. Mm-hmm. Anthony had 25 appearances. Mm-hmm. So, Sancho had more appearances than Anthony, but mm-hmm. those appearances, just, like, you mustn't. Yeah, yeah just, just go through the stats. Just go through the stats. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go through everything. It's a lot. So okay. basically, I'm just going through go all, what, what go all what competition. The importance. Yeah, the importance. No, no, no. I don't have the ones for all competition. I have the ones ah. for Premier League. Ah, okay, yes. cool, so cool, going, cool. Yes. So I'm gonna go through all the important ones. Okay, right? all right. So Sancho 26, Anthony 25. Matches started, Sancho started less than Anthony, 21-23. When you look at the minutes, Anthony has had 200 minutes more than Sancho, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's go to goals. Sancho had six goals last season, Anthony had four. Sancho had three assists last season, Anthony had two. You know, when Sancho played, we kept less clean sheets, it's just by one, but it's just a mention. Two clean sheets versus three, right? No yellow cards. Anthony picked up five, right? Um, that's also, you know, this one I don't want to count it. It's fouls, the one I'm basically saying I don't want to count because it's a landslide. Central had less fouls. Anthony had most, uh, much more than fouls. Obviously, given that he's got more red cards. Um, Where's the other one I wanted to cover as well? Uh, I wanted to go to the defense where Anthony has, has a better defensive record than Sancho, but it's not by, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not crazy. Um, okay, so in terms of defending, and uh, Sancho has two, Anthony zero. Interceptions, Sancho seven, 
Anthony with 11. So four more interceptions by Anthony, which is really good. Anthony has got more tackles than Sancho. 22 versus 16. Um, successful tackles. Sancho has got more successful tackles than Anthony, but it's only by one. 10 to 9. Clearances. Sancho has got more clearances. 5 versus Anthony's 2. Edit clearances. Sancho 2. Anthony 1. Aerial battles 1. Sancho 2. Anthony 5. Um, so definitely more in that department. And yeah, that's basically it. When you look at from we look at it from the defensive point of view. So we look at it from a defensive point of view. It basically averages out. So wait, this whole if, thing before on, you before you carry on, can you look for Sancho's first start, his first season at United, his all right. stats all in right. the Premier League, v Anthony's Premier League stats, the same That's thing. What I was supposed to do. That's what I was supposed to do. Yeah. All right. So appearances twenty nine versus twenty five. Who had 29? Um, Sancho, 29. Anthony, 25. Okay. Right? Goals. Sancho had more goals. Three goals. Sorry. Anthony had more goals. Four goals versus three goals for Sancho. Mm -hmm. Sancho had more assists. Three versus two for Anthony. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, Going down to discipline. Yellow cards. No yellow cards. Anthony, five. Um, left fouls four, Anthony fifteen, um, central more offside seven, um, Anthony two offsides, and then defending. Da, 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 da. Um, where is it? Okay, so blocks they're both on zero. Interceptions central had more interceptions fifteen versus Anthony eleven, tackles. Uh, Sancho had 14, Anthony had more, 22. Successful tackles, Sancho 8, Anthony more by 1, 9. Um, blah, blah, blah. Clearances, Sancho 5 more than Anthony's 2. Um, headed clearances, Sancho 3 uh, more than Anthony's 1. Aerial battle, Sancho 2, and then Anthony had more by 5. Okay. So it's pretty much the same. It's pretty much the same. It's pretty much the same. And the narrative we are getting is that Sancho is lazy, he doesn't track back, he doesn't defend. And I'm like, okay, let's see the stats, you know? And then you look at the stats and you're like, what are you talking about? But, <laughs> D, I mean. but D, when you're watching the game, you're watching the game and the both wingers are playing, the person that's putting the most shift is Anthony. True or not? I'm not it's always Look, I'm in balance. That. Like I, I'm I get that. stats. I really do get these stats. But then when you're looking at the at the at the game, like you're watching, we're all watching the game here. We're all seeing who's playing and who's doing what. Like if we look at um yesterday's game against Arsenal, Rashford and Anthony. Tell me who had a better game. Thank you. I'm even happy you brought that up. Yeah. Anthony had a better game in terms of mm. he played better than all the games he has played for this season. In terms of output, what he's supposed to do, mm. Rashford was better. Rashford played pop. I'm not going to I'm not gonna deny. People make people had arguments of why did Anthony come off? What did Anthony do? What did <laughs> Anthony do? Rashford scored a goal, 
And I think he created, I think, was it two or three chances? What did Anthony do? Talk to me. What did Anthony do? Like, and I, I'm not taking shots at Anthony. My problem is, Ben, you can't be playing well and you've got no output. Then what's the point of you being on the pitch? And we said this at the beginning of the season. Anthony, yes, as, as, as much as we love him holding the ball and going back and defending, but my guy, you're not putting in balls for these players. You know, in fact, there's even one stat I forgot to read out. While I'm talking, I'm even going to go and find it. You must see how abysmal his stats are in terms of um, creating chances. It's, it's abysmal. It's literally night and day between him and Sancho. So for me, if you're asking me which player would I rather have, the player that actually creates chances for strikers to score or the player that's just playing well, is playing good up and down the wing and not having any output. I'm going to go for the person who's creating chances. Why did Ten Hag leave Rashford on the pitch? Because he was creating chances. He was beating defenders, getting into the box and scoring balls into the box. We don't have any strikers to finish off those goals. What was Anthony doing? What did Anthony do yesterday? Can anyone tell me which cross Anthony put in the box? No, um, okay. No, I hear you, D. I hear you. And now we are drifting off topic. Like we, yeah, we're, we're drifting. We're yeah, drifting. so I'll just, I'll just <laughs> rein it in because I, I, I hear you're going passion and I want to engage you, but I want us to control the, 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 the conversation. 100%. Yeah, we're still 100%. in Eric Ten Hag and Sancho. Yes, so I, with, yeah. this, with this whole, sorry, let, let me conclude. Sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll let you talk. With this whole thing, nah, like I said, like don't get me wrong, what Sancho did, how he handled it, he shouldn't have done it that way. I do not agree with it. You understand what I'm saying? There, I get it. But I didn't even get to the other questions. Nah? This whole thing of, I, I don't buy it then. Because again, like I said, it has happened in the past. And I don't know if it's a United problem. I don't know what it is. But it's happened in the past where player hasn't started and come out and heard that that wasn't the reason. You understand what I'm saying? Because I'm asking myself this question. Cool. The only players I've heard about fitness being complained, like um, what being complained about the fitness is Ericsson and Casemiro, who have physically seen their fitness being called to question in all these matches, but somehow they're able to pass the fitness, but not Sancho. You understand what I mean? We just got word that Lindelof is sick, right? I think it was you who even put it in the group that um, Lindelof was actually sick. If he was sick, why did he start the game when we had a fit Harry Maguire? I do know that he does not favor Harry Maguire, but why are you starting a player that's sick? Because you are saying that, Ten Hag, you are saying that, you're not going to start a player that hasn't passed fitness. So you're telling me a sick player passes fitness and starts ahead of a fit player. Is that what you're telling me? You understand what I'm saying, Ben? Mm. Like, you, you look at the situations around it. It's not making sense, you know? And again, to the first point that I brought, that I brought up, I just can't believe a player cannot know why they're not starting in the next game and just cross their feet, cross their hands and sit at home and then get blindsided on TV saying that, oh, this is why I didn't start. You understand what I mean? Yes, you shouldn't have got emotional and gone on Twitter and posted up that comment and should have waited for the next day until Ten Hag got to, to Manchester and then had a conversation with him. How we have posted absolutely wrong. But it, it for me, it's just not making sense. Either, either that's really the truth, you know, and I'm not going to Ten Hag a liar, right? Either it's really the truth and Sancho is spinning us a lie, but again, I also don't see any reason why Sancho should lie. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Why do you want to put yourself out like that in the media? It doesn't make sense. Do you get what I'm trying to say? It doesn't make sense for him to come out and be like, oh, no, this and this and that. You know what I mean? When in actual fact, it didn't happen that way. 
the truth, truth, to, be, truth um, to be told is that none of us know the real story. And I think you made mention of it in the in the WhatsApp group when you're saying that, you know, we're just, we're, 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 how did you put it? You said we're arguing, we're arguing towards our preference, you know? So basically saying we're choosing sides. You understand what I mean? And I think that's just, you know, the the ultimate case of this whole thing is that people are obviously going to side with who they think is right in the situation. But ultimately, when this thing is all said and done, we are all the losers. So unfortunately, we have to entertain this. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do. But yeah, yeah, man, I've spoken a lot. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, give you your opportunity to also, you know, come out and spit some game. Now, nah, man, um, D, you were you were preaching the choir, man, as usual. You know, that was a verse from Stratford End, chapter two, verse three. <laughs> um, I hear you, man, and your questions are actually valid. They're absolutely valid. You know, especially with um you question like why would sancho do something like this you know like maybe there's some 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 sort of story behind it why the manager is doing all the changes or doing all the things that he does and um i get that and you know how i take this whole situation you know like i'm looking at the club i'm looking at the benefit of the club um for a very long time i have been that fan that just says man we'll sort it out we'll sort it out always keeping my opinion in instead of saying something now with this particular topic um i know you said you're not taking sides but for me i am and the reason why i'm taking sides is because i actually don't think this whole situation is a big deal this thing is actually pretty straightforward. Yeah. And for me, the way I have been gauging my manager, the way I have been listening to him, the way I've been paying attention to him, trying to understand the kind of manager that he is. I mean, you know, we have to do that as fans. You know, we need to understand how our manager thinks. We need to know how he talks when he says certain things. You know what I mean? And one thing I can put out there, and I think all Man United fans will agree with me, is one of the first things that you guys noticed when he came into the club was that you couldn't really understand him in the way he explains himself. He, he's, a, he's not a very good English speaker. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm going to say. Now, I know. I know it's funny. I know it's funny. And I'll say this because have you ever noticed how there are certain expressions, certain... like um, uh, countries like you the way you express yourself you're trying to make a point but the words you're using are not the right ones now i'm not saying that that's what happened this time no i'm just trying to point out that our manager something i've noticed is some some of his he, he's difficult to understand you really need to pay attention to him it's not like it's I, i'm not bullshitting or anything it's there you need to listen to yeah. him <laughs> the club you need to listen to him and then try and read in between the lines when he maybe miss says something you know what i mean now i was absolutely shocked i was like when i got the news about sancho when i saw the statement because one of my boys one of my best men mates he sent me the thing and the first thing he says was you see what I told... He said something along the lines like, um, Eric Ten Hag is losing the dressing room. 
Then I looked at the at the at the at Sancho's statement and I read it, and I'm like, the fuck? Sancho's out of pocket here. Like, wait, what? Then I wanted I didn't I didn't even know. I knew that the press conference post match conference had been happened, but I didn't listen to it at the, at this moment. So I'm thinking maybe somebody said something, you know, like some people are starting rumors. Maybe there are some players inside the dressing room. I was thinking it is something along those lines. And then immediately the question of like, oh yeah, where was Sancho, by the way? Like I didn't even miss him. You know, it was like one of those things where it's like, I saw that he's not there. I'm, I'm not seeing him being substituted. I checked the bench, you know, to remind myself because, you know, I don't really look at the bench. I just glance through it. So I check and I'm like, oh, Sancho is not in. What's happening? Immediately, the first thing that came into my mind is like, hey, Sancho, Sancho and his shenanigans. And when I say shenanigans, I'm talking about his, and I, and I, I, I take that back, not shenanigans. You know, he's been dealing with mental issues. Uh, he's been, but then he's, ever since he has come to United, he has not really settled. Even right now, like we're seeing him in this nice form that we're seeing him. It's like he hasn't really, I, I, he hasn't really gotten in. Like he's, one minute he's, he's not feeling good. One minute is this. We've had this roller coaster with Sancho ever since he has arrived. He was bought for a lot of money to play a position that we ended up not even playing him in. And he was coming in off the bench. He didn't even come in as a starter. He had to get used to getting into the club, like playing with the Premier League. I don't know if it was the tempo or whatever it was, but he, he was getting used to the league. And for some reason, you know, within all of that, we've just been seeing bits and glimpses of Sancho. That's why people, even right now, they're still not satisfied with Sancho. That's not, then they don't feel like we have gotten our money's worth. And he's been at the club for three years already, uh, for three seasons. So I feel like it's like, okay, Sancho, you haven't been in this club for a very long time. You have a kind of a shady or a shaky history with the club at the moment. I don't think you have anything to back yourself to come out and be out of line and say something like that. And we know that Manchester United as a club, they have this sensory thing where they control these players. So Sancho coming out the way he did is just out of line. It is out of pocket on so many levels. And there is no but because he's a player. If the manager decided to put you out of the, the thing, if he decided, that's the manager's prerogative. Because at the end of the day, guys, who's controlling the, 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 the players? It's the manager. The manager sees everything. You know what I mean? So I go back into this thing of Sancho coming out and it was almost immediately after Eric Ten Hag said that. So this is what Eric Ten Hag said. Uh, uh, something to do with them not being happy with his fitness levels uh, during, uh, with him not play, having a good training week. And then he's like, at Manchester United. And this is him that, this is people ignoring what he's saying at Manchester United you need to bring your your highest level every day to training every fucking day you have to bring your a game now we've had problems with players like this issue of players uh like this kind of i don't want to say player power but i'm saying yeah of players sort of not training remember we've we've 
the reason why United has been struggling is because of players choosing when to come for training, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Without, there was no control. There was no discipline. Yeah. Everton Hag comes in last season and he puts discipline. He installs discipline. Last mm. season, he benched Rashford for sleeping and mm. oversleeping. He mm. was showing that he's the man. He might make very questionable decisions on the pitch with the starting lineup and everything like that. But then if we are questioning his motives and everything, then we might as well just give the job to somebody else because it means that we're not satisfied with what he's doing as a manager. We want somebody who's going to do things that we want. No. United, for a very long time, they were doing what the players want. Every time, hand over the shoulder, babying, Pogba, what, what we've had these issues with players when they don't feel good or something like that, they just come out and say things. Now, I'm not trying to say that every player had the same kind of level of complaining, whatever it is. But the underlining thing is that they step out of line by talking as if they've got no respect for the manager. Now, I'll go back to Sancho and say, yo, Sancho, you, my friends, your past with us right now, like your, your, your current record is not good. You've won a cup last season, yes, with United because you're part of the squad. But your track record is not good. The numbers that you were pulling in at Dortmund, you have not pulled them. Now, who are we going to blame? The managers or you? Because it seems like every manager that comes into contact with you is like we as fans, when we see him, we are thinking, why isn't Sancho starting? Like we are not, we are always asking ourselves questions why this player is not starting every game. Because Sancho, for his for the money we bought him for, and for the player that we know that he is, like the the, the talented player that we know that he is, he's not supposed to bench. People are supposed to be coming off the bench for him, like because you're trying to rest him, or maybe because he's picked up a little injury. No, Sancho is a player that starts. He was starting for Dortmund in and out. But at United, he seems to find it hard. He seems to find a, there seems to be some sort of problem. Now, I'll go back to that little history where last season, Sancho had issues, had problems going on in his life. I don't know whether they never really came out and said that whether there were mental issues, whether family problems or anything like that. They never really specified. But it took the manager to really be patient with him and send him to the Netherlands. And then he hired um, specialists and trainers and to be with him, to train him, to keep him up to, to standard with him. Like, I don't think you guys understand that gesture that happened. I, I've, I've never seen it in any other club. Correct me if I'm wrong, D. I have not seen a club decide to take a player to go on a sabbatical and get in his feelings so that he can come back and earn his 300K a week. You know, I've never seen that. But then in this moment, it was very, man, I, I really loved it. I really appreciated the manager because we felt like, I felt like, man, Sancho, you were killing it out there when you were in Germany. Now you are here at United and then there are these problems. We bought you for this money. The problem is people are stuck. They love you because they know what you can do. But at the moment, you're not doing it. You're not doing it. And then you're going through these things that are happening. Cool. Go get yourself sorted out, my guy. Go get yourself sorted out. Come back and be fresh. I was like, we are getting as renewed Sancho. Sancho 7.0. Like, that's that's what I thought. But when he came back, I mean, it was just, I guess, a Sancho who has cleared his mind, but then there's still the same Sancho. 
we still didn't get all those bliss. We got those moments. Yes, we enjoyed them. But his track record with United is not good. That's one of my points where I'm going to when it comes to Sancho. Then I go to the manager. The manager is the boss. The manager is in charge. He said it in his statement. And you know, the funny thing is, these journalists also, they really blow things out of proportion. You look at the question that they asked. It's a very simple question. But look at us right now. We're busy arguing and going like the, the fan base is torn because of a simple question. Why didn't Sancho play? The manager looks at him and tells him that, yo, listen, I don't think his levels on training were up to standard. You know? So I decided to put him out. And that alone should be... Well, we are yet to find out. And I'm glad you pointed out towards the end that we are still yet to find out what's going on with this story. We're still yet to get into the, the juicy parts about it. But he said Sancho is not part of it because Sancho's levels are not up to par. Now, with Sancho's track record, you know, with this up and down that he's going through. And I know people right now are a little bit confused because they watched the preseason games. They saw how blistering and how people were excited for Sancho. You know, like we were excited to see the new Sancho come in and do his business. But something went wrong. Something that we don't know has gone wrong. You know what I mean? You were talking about, and just listen to how much of, 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 of how serious this thing is. Because in the beginning of the season, you wanted Sancho to be in that starting lineup. And the way we were predicting it, you were like, it, it sh this is what should happen. Sancho should be. And I was agreeing with you. I was like, yes, on paper, on paper, fuck yeah. Sancho is supposed to be in there. But there's something that the manager is seeing that we are not. That is making Sancho miss his thing. Now, for me, the way I kind of see it, maybe it's a little bit of petulance. Maybe he feels, no, I, I, I put in a good shift this weekend. But that's your opinion, Sancho. That's yours. You are not the one analyzing yourself. The manager is. Do you understand? The manager is the one who's looking there. You look at this situation with Scott McTominay. We always wondered, what the fuck? Why is everybody picking Scott McTominay? What value does he add to this squad? Then you listen to the stories of training. This nigga is an A-star trainee. Like he's 99 in the training ground. Now that can be so confusing because the manager is seeing this boy doing the business. This He's supposed to replicate it. Oh, the problem is with Scott McTominay, training and the real game are two separate things for him. It's like he's so used to training with his buddies that he understands how they move and he just does. He knows them, so he's able to do and look and shine. Then he comes against Man City. There is Gundo just sliding through him. It's uh, Rodri gliding through and he's there opening to let them pass. How? How? Sancho can be the most talented player, but if he's not putting in the shift on training ground, then the manager has the right to put him out. Now, I go back now to what Eric, when I was talking about Eric Ten Hag and his English, I think the way he said it, the way he said what he said about Sancho might have sounded harsh. I don't know how else he could have sugarcoated that question and said, no, so, like people are saying he threw Sancho under the bus. 
I don't think he did. I don't think he did. Why is the manager not allowed to... You know, one of the managers I like is Tuchel. You know, these managers that talk and speak their mind, they talk about their players. You, you need to know what's going on with your players. We need to know. For a very long time, Ole, biggest example, Ole was defending these boys left, right, and center. Like, he was taking the brute force. Oh, Ole was, man, we gave it to Ole. And he was just protecting these players. And protecting them for what? To what, ex to, to, to what extent? You got sacked because of protecting those guys. You got exposed because your tactics of being too friendly with these guys, these guys ended up not performing because their fitness level dropped, was so poor that they couldn't keep up because your training sessions didn't make sense. We played against Arsenal yesterday. We played very, very well. We did. And I'm looking at, like, okay, it's really sad that Sancho didn't make it because I'm now thinking to my head because you met you. I don't know if you said this in the pre-conversation uh, we had or here where you mentioned um, things like Lindelof and why he's picked Lindelof because he's sick and blah, blah, blah. You know, with that question, I have got a very easy answer to that because I am, like, I think Eric Ten Hag is really being, I don't want to say brutal or lethal, but he's really trying to show his message that Maguire, my guy, I don't want you in this club. I don't. Like, you are not. It's rather unfortunate. He's saying, yeah, Maguire is good at having him this, this, and that. But for you to start a player that you are going to say that is ill, it means that he knew that, no. Even though Lindelof is ill, Lindelof can still play a 90-minute or can play 80 minutes. Now, you remember, I'm going to go in a little bit into that game. I feel like the players disappointed the manager because he tried to contain that game as much as he could with what he had. And it just got into a mess. And he just had to make those substitutes. Because you look at, you look at, okay, apart from Lindelof being ill, both Lindelof, both Lindelof and Martinez had yellow cards, right? Both of them. And that game yeah. was getting hot and hot and hot and we're getting into that last minute i would have made that change because during those crazy nervy moments this is where you make the big those mistakes those stupid stupid mistakes now imagine if one of our center backs lindelof or martinez got a red card that is a defender less including now looking at the fact that martinez got sort of got injured varan is injured and then we don't want to start maguire and Evans. Now we are forced to. We are we would be forced to unless otherwise. We, at least we've got two weeks for these guys to come in. So the manager is in control. I'm seeing this manager trying to build this team in his identity. He's trying to really impose his things. And there, unfortunately, there are players that are going to be petulant. We've had them. We've we've tried to weed them out in this in this team. We've had these problems. I'm not saying that Sancho is like that. He looks like a very humble kid. I know it. But what he did, reacting the way he did, was out of line. He's supposed to be professional. I'm expecting them to fine him. I'm, a, I'm expecting a punishment for this, for Sancho. Really. 
because you're questioning the manager. And the moment you question the manager, then you're putting that doubt in all the players. And then you're actually letting the manager lose control of that dressing room. Do you understand? So we don't want these things to creep in. And I know you went into the technicalities about how Sancho is playing and all these things. Like, okay, we'll get more into that. But yeah, for me, Sancho was out of line. He should be punished for what he said because I don't think he was blindsided. I don't think so. He knows why he was left out of the starting lineup. He knows. He knows. Whether what Eric Ten Hag said is the truth to why he was um, um, excluded, we are yet to find out. But Sancho definitely knows. It's not like, man, I, I, I get why people question Eric Ten Hag because he will say certain things like this and then he changes like this. It's almost like a dilly-dally. But then what do you guys want this manager to do? How do you guys want this manager to take control of this club if everything that he does, you guys are questioning it? Every authority is trying to install or instill in the club is being questioned. Who do you want? Who do you want to come in and take over this mess? Because let me tell you one thing right now. You guys do this thing and say, question the manager, and then the manager is almost like, okay, he's going to go into that puppet mode where it looks like he's being controlled, and then we'll see how you guys like that. You will see how you guys like to have a manager that's just being silenced or he's not supposed to criticize the players. when they're... And the thing is, Eric Ten Hag has been consistent. He's been consistent. If the players play cuck, he says it like it is. They've played cuck. I'm not happy. He's always consistent with what he says. This question was specific and targeted about Sancho. It could have not been asked, but it was asked. And he answered. I don't know what else people... Oh, no. Sancho is ill. He's not ill. Easy. Because Sancho would have come out and said, no, I'm not ill. I'm cool. We probably would have take, gone to Snapchat or Twitter and said, ah, I'm chilling here. I'm, 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 I'm. He's not ill. He's not ill. It has to do with training. And if it has to do with training, this is a football matter. It is a football matter between the manager and the player. People should butt out. Like, this is... Men, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. If we don't let the manager manage, we run the risk of him losing hope and just saying, you know what? You guys want this club to be run your way? Cool. Let's do it like that. And then he'll just be that puppet. We'll take what he gives us and then he'll play the players that you guys want and he'll be asking, ah, he'll be doing this. But like, nah, this is what you want. This is what you want because you're not listening to me. You're not listening to me. Sancho was out of line. I wish he could have taken it back. And you know what's interesting? Um, um, San when Sancho posted that thing, Rashford liked it, but it was too late. Somebody spotted him and he unliked the, 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 the post. Now, why would he do that? Why would he... Twit um, twitchy fingers? What, what is that all about? Like, I mean, I know that's another story. Maybe he, he's backing his boy or he doesn't agree with the manager saying what he did, but... Why cancel it? Why not stand? Why not back your player? Why not back your boy since you liked it? You don't agree with the manager, right? Back him. Then already that shows that there's division. Then it means that Eric Tanaga has no, got no control in the club. Cool. Let's sack him. And let's see who we bring in. That's my point in this. Out of line, should be punished immediately, fast. Like two weeks wages. And he should shut the fuck up. And he should apologize. And then He's going to be given an opportunity to come in. 
We want to see Sancho. Because I'm telling you, these subpar performances, these things of him, okay, he's an attacking uh, player. And these outputs that we're not getting and expecting from him, he's still going to be criticized because they're going to look at that. Anthony, we're, we're, we're arguing about Anthony. Cool. Anthony, I've told you, even me, I've not been happy with Anthony. You've known. Like I'm saying, what's the point of having this kid doing upfront aid, not putting in the ball? For me, I prefer Ahmad and Facundo playing in the right. I told you this. I don't want Anthony, but I understand why Eric Ten Hag will put him. Every manager has got his player that he has brought in and will play him. It is what it is. Uh, Mourinho, Lukaku, Ole, Maguire. This guy, it happens to be Anthony. And Anthony seems to be putting in a decent shift because unfortunately for United, we are not performing to the... Like, we're not up there. That front three is just there. And for some reason, we keep on leaking. And for some reason, it looks like Anthony seems to be putting a shift. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that I like Anthony on the right. I don't. I prefer Facundo or Ahmad. I've told you this. Those are my preferences because I believe they are better. But that's a story for another day. All right. Now I, I hear you. And you know, let me just let me just clear one thing because I mm. know a lot of a lot of the people who are on the on the Ten Hag side of the fence. It this this is a very isolated situation. Yeah. I don't think anyone who is on the other side, so to say it, is calling for Ten Hag to be sacked. Or what we're just saying is, or let me just say what I'm saying. Let me not rope anybody into what my opinions are. Yes. My opinion is, it's not that we don't trust you, but it doesn't mean that you are now held to a standard of you can't do wrong. If you have done wrong, you need to be called out. Now, I'm not saying that he's been, I'm not saying Tenag is wrong in this situation. What I'm just saying is that if Tenag is going to be wrong, it's only fair for the fan base to go out and criticize it. Otherwise, you don't learn. You understand what I'm saying? If you keep mm -hmm. doing something and you think you're doing it the right way, but you're not, how are you supposed to grow and learn as a person? You understand what I mean? So I, don't, I just don't want anyone to confuse what I'm saying. Second yeah. thing is we can't be contradictive, right? Because let me tell you one thing I absolutely agree with, uh, with you on, right? And then everything else I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. The manager is the boss. If he wants to start true or not, that's on him. And then it's just hard luck to you. You understand what I mean? That one, I 100% agree with you. But at the same time, managers also need to recognize the consequences of not starting a player over the other player. You understand? So we're saying, yes, go and do what you need to do. No one is saying that we're, we're here to control you and to get the sack. No. Because I feel it's very unfair for the fan base to go and say, no, you can't tell the manager what to do, right? Because you like Brayton Hag, but you're down Ole's throat saying, Ole, why are you not starting that player? Why are you not? Do you understand what I mean? Now it's becoming contradictive. No, right? it's not. So, it's not. So you so you have to be consistent in what and you have to be consistent in, in the in the in the stuff that you're putting out there. Because during Ole's era, everybody wanted to play manager and play coach. No one said it's up to Ole. People were literally every single game week questioning Ole, why is he starting? X player over that player. Are you telling me I'm lying, Ben? Yeah, no, 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 no. I agree with you. I agree with you. Era. But yeah. now, all of a sudden, in Ten Hag's era, it's no, you can't question the manager, you know. But that's a small problem. 
That, that, no, that's a small it thing. It sounds a like it's thing. a big. No, it sounds like it's okay, a big. We'll get, okay, we'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. Put a yeah. note and we'll get back to it, and you can address All it. All right. For me, there's some there's some things that you have said, and personally, for me, it's just one of those things of I have never and and this some this is a conversation I have with, with with other people. When it comes to United players and their price tag, I don't even regard it in a conversation um, versus their performance. Because every single United player is overpaid. There is not one single player, apart from maybe Bruno Fernandes, that we can say we got for a good price or for the right price or actually we even got him for a bargain. If we're going to be judging every single player that United has bought, then technically, no player that we have bought has lived up to their price. And then every single week, we should literally just be tearing the ball apart. Yes. This whole yes. team, yes. this whole team, this whole team has been inconsistent for a very long time. So, isolating one player and bashing on him and seeing that he bought you for this amount of money, live up to your price tag. Then you might as well be. Then you might as well be, be, be having an argument with every single player because every D. single player was overpriced. Every D. single player was bought uh-huh. for more than, than what the worth. So for me, I'm just saying personally. Yeah. Personally, I ignore the price tag. I'm like, it is what it is. We're yeah. always going to get players at Man United that are not worth what they're what 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 they're paid for. So yes. for me, I don't even start to entertain saying we bought you for this amount, so you should be living up to this standard. No, that's not how I look at it personally, mm-hmm. mm. because I know this whole team is overpriced and they're overpaid. What's the point of getting into that argument? You understand what I'm saying? True. But at the, end of the, at the end of the day, right? And I agree with you when you say that. Um, uh, you, you have to be professional. And that obviously there's a certain requirement that a manager would want to see in training. But like you also said, managers also have their favorites. You get what I'm trying to say? They mm. also have the favorites of, this is who I'm just going to start over the next player. But I also come down and look at it from a stat point of view, right? And yes, we do watch football. But again, stats also don't lie. That's why they're there. You understand? So as much as you want to say, I watched this game and I saw this player didn't do well, but this mm. player is the player that actually won us the game, then mm. what argument is there? Do you understand what mm. I mean? So if mm. you're going to have one player versus another player, I get that um, maybe there's some, um, what, what you call maybe you want to defend more or whatever, but if he's doing what he's supposed to do, then what is the issue here? You know, because I think you even brought up a point, either it was now when you're talking or in the conversation before we jumped onto this one, where you spoke about why doesn't Sancho fight for the position that he was brought to play in. But then again, that argument can be used for every single player in that United team because we know United buy players and put them in different positions. It's very rare we actually get a United player, we buy them for a set position that we wanted to buy them for. That whole club is messed up top to bottom. And I just feel that when we go into certain, into certain talks and debates, let's ignore the obvious. It's pointless going in circles talking about it. We know Man United overpay for players. We know Man United overpay players. We know Man United buy players out of position. Why are we talking about these obvious things? Let's talk about what's actually happening on that pitch when these players are playing. Let's talk about the results that they're bringing in for this club. And the stats do not lie. Everyone is jumping on Sancho's neck. It's two seasons. How long have we had Martial? You know, it's almost clocking ten years. Has he lived up to his price? Why is no one saying? Why is no one saying? Um, punish him. Do this to him. 
get out of my club. Ten seasons. How long? How long? How long? How long? How long has? How long has Rashford? How long has Rashford? Wait. How long has Rashford taken to reach his prime? How long has Rashford taken to reach his prime? How long has Luke Shaw taken to reach his prime? Huh? Everyone is calling Luke Shaw to the stakes. People backing Mourinho. Yes, Luke Shaw doesn't listen. He doesn't listen to instructions. He should leave the club. Now, United fans are here. Luke Shaw, best left back in the world. After he how is. many seasons? After how many seasons? You guys want to start bashing Sancho after two seasons. When in those same two seasons, you want to be backing other players who have got less stats than him, who have been playing worse than him. But then people want to say, no, no, Sancho, uh, he doesn't track back. He doesn't track back what? Look at the stats. You're telling me. <laughs> Bam. Okay. Cool. Like, for me, I, no, I don't I, no. get that. Hey, now, I, I hear you. I hear you. Now, now, I hear you. Mm-hmm. now I hear um, you. What, what did I want to touch on again? Um, uh, what did I want to say? Yeah, you also talked about um, if players, um, what you call this, if they don't do the thing in training, but they start. And then you sort of, you sort of answered my question. You sort of answered what I wanted to challenge you on, you know. Mm-hmm. We we're talking about what they see in training because we heard this from Ole about Donny, and there we still don't even know what's true and what's not true, right? Mm-hmm. Then we came and talked about Scott McTominay. McTominay is fantastic in training, you know. Mm-hmm. Personally, I don't blame McTominay's um, what you call his performance on the pitch. It boils down again to his being played out of position. You understand mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's just mm-hmm. unfortunate that yes, he's excellent in training, but then. You know what I mean? You're, you're trained to run 100 meters and then they say, go fly. And you're like, I've got no wings. Do you understand what I mean? So I feel that that's sort of like what's happening with McTominay. You're doing very well in training. You get to the position that you applied for and you're not being played in that position. So why is it your fault now that you're having a bad performance? Do you get what mm. I'm saying? And let, let's look at, for example, Ronaldo, right? Ronaldo, we know, is one of the most disciplined, whatever you can talk about. You understand? He was being benched. He wasn't starting. Are we? Are you? Are you telling me now? If news came out of the United camp that Ronaldo was not in tip-top shape, or he wasn't doing whatever training, whatever he was supposed yeah. to do, in training, uh, were you uh, going to believe We're that? not getting into this conversation were you going because to believe that? that time we had this conversation about Ronaldo. You were talking about form and fitness. Remember, we're not going into I'll this. Drop it. And it I'll was drop at the time of his. The drop of his, drop the, 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 he had a lot going on, so that doesn't. I'll, I'll, no, it's fine. Yeah. I'll drop it. Yeah. I'll drop. But all, all I'm just all Ronaldo, I'm Ronaldo, he, Ronaldo doesn't have a poor fitness record. Let me just highlight that. Okay, okay, Ben. Okay, tell me yeah. right now. Tell me, tell me right now. Since we're all, yeah. since everyone wants to jump on Sancho's neck, you should be punished. You should never play for United. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Go and pull up another player's stats, which yeah. are better than Sancho's. In terms random. of what? Give me a random name. Give me a random for name. For who? For who? I don't understand. For Man United. Like, right now you're bashing Sancho saying that he doesn't no, have a good track record. He doesn't have a good track record. No, you're, you're saying that he has... Big, no, you said he has got a bad track record. What is, what those your words? You no, said Sancho listen, has a me. bad track record. Listen, I, I am trying to... Bad track I'm record in terms to, of what? Uh-uh, uh-uh, D. I am trying to tunnel this conversation to what was said. I'm going back to what the manager said. We're talking about the fitness, right? And the reason why I agree with why the manager could have dropped Sancho is because even like he's we've had ups and downs with his fitness. 
So until he Man, comes back and prove but, but, it. But, 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 but the thing is, nah, the thing is, what, what, what I don't get. No, 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 I'm being honest. Nah, I'm being honest. Nah, nah. You're telling no, me that Sancho is a very good uh, look, fitness I'm, record look, at United. No, 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 no. Forget no, about I'm Martial. Not, Martial not, is I'm an exception on his own. You know why I say that? No, no, no. You know why I say that? You know why I say that? Because we've had Martial for a long time. Like the Martial situation, D, we've talked about it. Like Martial at this point, we don't care if he leaves or stays at United. We don't. Because we already how know the long, kind of player that he is. How long? How long did it take you to get? How long did it take you to get there? D man, I told you we had that argument about Martial. I wanted Martial no, gone a long no, time I ago, get it. and then I he get came it, back but... with the COVID Martial, and then I'm like, oh maybe. And then he, they extend his contract, and he's young. I keep hoping, hoping. Okay, hoping. Ben. Okay, Ben. Wasn't wasn't Martial's first two seasons similar to Sancho's in terms of fitness and 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 injuries? Ah. His fitness. I'm telling you. I'm telling you now. I can go check and prove it to you. So, okay. Marshall's first season and Sancho's first season stats. Not the stats. Oh, I'm talking about uh, in terms of... Because you're talking about track record in terms of fitness, right? Uh, and then uh, I'm saying that we've had players, even Pogba by himself, in the first two seasons, with him missing a lot of chunks of the game because of his fitness and because of injuries. But because of what he did at Juventus and you know what I mean, Martial doing at Monaco, we gave him that leniency, right? We need That's to stop that. that. If you're, yes, but you see, you're only backtracking now. Do you give no. him time to stay? No, it's no D. Like this is a, this is a conversation <laughs> it, 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 for it, it, another it, 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 day. Look, because it's happening. To, it's happening to I, Central, and now all of a sudden, it's no. We need to stop it. No, like, no, 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 D. No, no, I'm not saying that. I swear to you. I listen. Okay, let me, and okay, I know, let me ask you and, and I know let it looks like I'm 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 against Sancho and his fitness and the way he's playing. No, don't get me wrong. I am like all my arguments are towards I am I'm literally everything I'm saying is focused on what has come out. I'm not trying to get out and try to stretch this thing even more, like, even with the stats and all that stuff. But, no, but that's but that's, but, that's, but, but you're also literally doing that in some of your statements because you're coming out and saying that you know, um then we might as well get rid of Ten Hag if you want to control decisions. It's like, no, we're not even okay. going there. No one is going there. So yeah. let's both let's both agree that this uh, conversation, we're clearly taking it out of hand and we're not speaking to the core points because we're taking it out of hand to try and justify the core points because okay, no one wait, is calling for wait. Ten Hag to be sacked. But then okay. why are you making it a point? Why are okay. you saying that you guys, if you want Ten Hag, if you don't agree on his decisions, you should get okay. sacked and we'll see what you guys will do. No one okay. is going there, but you are no, taking listen. it there to prove All a right. point. All right. No, the reason why I am talking about Sancho's fitness is because of what has been happening since he's been here. Now, I know when I say that, is going back into the conversation about this. But then now, what did the manager say? What did the manager's statement say? He talked about Sancho's fitness. Right? Now, my, my question is there, or I'm posing to you, is there no truth in what he's saying based on Sancho's track record coming into the season? Like, is it wrong for them? Because no, everybody's tech. No, listen, D. Ben, you guys are jumping on the wait. Everybody's jumping on the manager for saying what he said. For saying ben, what he said. So okay, ben, I believe that people no, don't I'm like. Gonna, it. I'm, I'm, I'm now, gonna tell okay, you now. How man. do we? How do we no, justify? Gonna, wait. No, how I'm, do we no. justify his his mo like what he said? I okay. got you. you I got you. Hey. I hey. know I got you. I'm not refusing. I'm not hey. I'm not refusing, right? Hey. I'm saying that 
the way this thing took a twist uh-huh. was when Sampo came out with his statement. Yeah. Because when that statement came out, just like you, I didn't question it. I'm like, yes, true. Do you understand what I mean? And then Sancho comes out with the statement. Now, Ben, obviously, it's, a, it's that saying of, you know, cry wolf so many times when it really happens. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Sancho has been, he's had bad injury or fitness things. We get that. But now, Ben, you're telling me that there's not an off chance that this time when he actually was fit, that there's no truth to that. Is no, that what they, you're telling they, me? No, I. there is truth. That is why we mentioned and in the beginning. Why I, and that, that's yeah, why and we, that's we both mentioned that we are still yet to find out. We're exactly. just, we're just exactly. dissecting. Exactly, yes. I'm not denying so, that. Yes, so we still yeah. need to know like what yeah. really happened. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? So it's yeah. natural that this conversation is going to get out of hand or going to like whatever because we want to come back and still justify our points on why we are saying X, Y, Z. Yeah, but you see what I'm talking about. When I because say I'm just trying to manage what he said, is based on... You, you understand? Like, it always goes back to it, whichever way we look at it. But how like, is it not going back to it the same way I'm putting it out there? Do you get what I mean? How? Because you, you, spoke, your, cause, cause you, cause you spoke your points, right? Uh. And again, like, when you spoke about the language barrier thing, for me, I'm like, I refuse that one. You understand what I mean? But for you, you found it as a valid point. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. You spoke about um, what you call this. Why are you guys questioning um, Ten Hag? Then let's get him sacked. You then we'll see what you'll do. I'm like, no one is taking the conversation that far. Do you understand mm. what I'm saying? What you no, uh, between you and I, we are not doing it. But this is what's out there. We are talking yeah. as representatives of Man United fans. Do you remember that? Yeah. No, yes, but that's what's out there. This is what's dividing. We are we need to fix this. This is where you and I come in and we fix exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So the, the let's just say the bigger point or the bigger picture here is uh. that in the beginning, like we said, we're still yet to find out. And obviously, we're representing the bigger community of this is what the people are saying who are we are trying to Eric answer that Hart question. And yes. those ones who are pro Sanchez and we're basically yes. answering that question. So yes. naturally, so, yeah. this thing will get, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it will this, go D. to those extremes, but it's not here. It's so see, Yes. So you see, D, just the way you had questions, the way I am putting out my statements, it's also like, why are we not thinking about that? It's not like I'm saying that what I'm saying is correct. Like when I say we shouldn't question the manager. No, question him. Question the hell out of him. We did that with Ole. You mentioned it when we, when we, as outside, Ralph Ranik. You were like, I'm not giving this fucking guy any time of day. I don't know him. I need to know what his credentials are. He just sorted some teams out. You were like very strong. Like you were like, nah. And yeah, I really, no, I have opinions about that makes sense. Yeah. You see? So, yeah. cool. We are allowed to question the manager. I get that. But I feel like the way this whole thing is orchestrated, it's almost putting the manager in a position where we don't want him to be as a manager. Yeah. We don't want to put the manager in a position where he feels like he has got no control. Then what is yeah. the point? Do yeah. you understand? Yeah. We're going back to that point of like, if a, 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 a player questions the manager because of one, two, three, then it means that he's allowing the other guys to do the same. And he's setting a yeah. very bad example for the youngsters. I mean, they are 100%, seeing these things. Hundred percent. They are seeing these things. That, that that should not be tolerated, and no yes. player should think that 
this yes. is acceptable and this is how they need and, to do things. So and and to answer that, yeah, a better example. And to answer your question of uh, of the price tags, I know, D, me and you, we both know, we talk about this. We don't uh, value, like we don't judge the players based on their value. Unfortunately, that's just me and you. The people that are listening to these things, the people that want these, they're like, nah, we bought you for this money. Do this. Yeah. So whether we like to or not, that narrative is there. You know, True. you look at Maguire. Maguire is getting stick. Why? If we bought Maguire for 40, the time when we bought him, I guarantee yeah. you he was not going to get the flag that he's getting right now because 100%. he's just a mediocre 100%. player. 100%. But that, that price tag, unfortunately, unfortunately, we do that. Yes, unfortunately, it's not their fault. But that's just how football is. You look at Enzo or Caicedo. This guy has been bought, and then you see the bullshit that they do. And it's like, <laughs> whoa, whoa. was a penalty. And then, ah, and we bought you for, ah, you see. So th this is where, but, I'm not saying that we shouldn't question the manager. Now, nah, let's question the manager. But then let's yeah. not question the manager in a way like we are now thinking that we are the ones. And, and I know we, you said that we mentioned it with Ole. But there's a difference between Ole and Eric Ten Hag. And I think that is not um, stated much. Look, Ole, I, I, I guess yeah, that. there are two different that. caliber managers. One won, the other one didn't. There's different mentality, different style. Everything is different. Even the coaching is different. So I don't think we can even compare how we used to go in on Ole with the way we go in on Eric Ten Hag. I mean, we could be, our criticism towards Eric Ten Hag should be a little bit more football and like questioning, not the way we are like trying to take control. I don't know if you understand yes. what I mean. No, yeah. I get it. But, but what I'm most trying to say is that as a fan base, we should be consistent. Because if we say for one manager, because they're a different type of manager, they, we are allowed to have opinions, strong opinions about them. But for a different one, we can't. Because now you confuse players. Because now mm -hmm. during all this era, players get used to the fact that, yes, fans are going to be behind our back. So they think they can carry on that behavior to the next manager. Do you understand what I'm saying? So we can't come back here and blame the managers when we taught them, when we once upon a time allowed them to get away with it, and now all of a sudden we don't want them to get away with it. So in that regard, we need to be consistent as a fan base and say that it doesn't matter what who which manager is it, whether it's Ole, whether it's gigs, whether it's cozy, whether it's ever who comes in the future to manage, we should never give the players an a watch course, an assumption or the mind that they are bigger than the club or bigger than the manager. So the same way we want to be backing Ericsson Hackett, the same way that we need to back Ole, the same way we need to back Evera or freaking Rashford one day when he becomes next manager, we have to keep that consistency. Otherwise, us as a fan base, we just continue to look like a joke. And that's why the yeah. media, like I said, keeps on throwing these narratives out there because they know United fan base are not consistent, will be contradicting themselves time after time because they don't know where their heads are at. And you know what, D, just to, just to say something, you know, I think, I just realized it now as you were talking. Like, I think, I don't know how it is with the racism then in the British thing, but we know the British media, they don't, they're not very good with players who are not like the people that are outside. Yeah. So I yeah, think yeah. for some reason, because Eric Ten Hag is from the Netherlands, it almost feels like he's an outsider. The, the way, yeah. I don't know, I just, 
I realized it now. I just feel like he's always going to be the guy that's taking the brute force because he's not a Brit. You know what I mean? Like, like, like when it goes bad for if it was a British player, it wouldn't be that bad. You see, just like how, just like how they they played down what Eric Ten Hag did and all his thingy because they had similar thingies. They finished third, what, what, but then Eric Ten Hag had a more successful season than Ole. But Ole was praised even more. So already, mm. my I think my mentality was like, nah, my manager is an underdog here. He's the only guy that he's got. His, like, he's always fighting with his hand behind his back. So if he really needs to take authority, like, he really needs to plant himself. Like, the Scot, like, granddad, you know, granddad was he's Scottish. He's mm. not British, but I mean, I mean, he's British, but you, you understand what I mean? But he's <laughs> yeah. different. No, you, you understand what I mean? No, I get you, I get you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's give him that 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 room to 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 to. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like I really you know feel. What, no, no. Yeah. I, I understand it. Like you said at the beginning, this is a small issue. Let's mm. treat it as such. You understand? Thank what you. I mean? Thank no you. Point for a United fan base to go out and call for Eric Ten Hag's head. Why? Do you understand what Bro. I mean? There's Bro. no point for the fan base to go after Sancho and call for him not to be in the team or whatever. Why? How does that help us? Right now, and I told you this in the morning, and I'm like, we have way bigger problems at this club. You can imagine. The sitting debate between Eric Tag. Right, that's the thing that pissed me off. No problem. Bro, we <laughs> have this problem for this news to make headlines and just ah, go across the world is just it's, it's, it's so sickening. You know what it's I mean? Maddening it's maddening. It, it is diverted completely away from. From, from the match reaction, you know, from the we had from the game, we the, the topic is more about Sancho and Eric's feel over the demolition we had at at, at, at the Emirates. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? It has taken precedent over what, what the real issue is at Man United. Unreal. I and can't believe I, I don't know. I woke I don't up this if... morning and I literally could not believe that this is actually what's news today. I couldn't believe I, it. I knew. I, I felt it last night. And you know, what's funny? There was only one guy that had something out about Sancho. Like, he was, like, mm. the first guy. I didn't even... I just saw, like, the post thing. I didn't even click on it because I didn't want to change yeah. my mind. Like, I didn't want to sway yeah. my opinion. Because yeah. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. This is out of line. So I'm just... I'm And I'm going to justify why what he's done is out of line. And I still yeah. do. I still think he's out of line. I still think he needs to be punished. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I, I agree. Uh, but Eric Ten Hag needs to elaborate more on what he said. Exactly. Like saying, he needs to tell us exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He needs to tell us exactly what it is. Whether it yes. is like Sancho is not running enough or Sancho is not yes. doing sit-ups. He needs to tell us. Like we need exactly. to know what is it that Sancho is not doing because yes. us as the fans. We saw him during preseason. He looks crisp as fuck. Exactly. That nigga looks exactly. ready to go. Then all of a mm. sudden, this nigga is injured. That doesn't make What's sense. Going on? I'm not injured. Unfit. Unfit. What's, no going What's, What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Nah, this this is where now we are coming. Me and, you guys are making me and D butt heads. Like, <laughs> fuck <laughs> you guys for making me and D butt heads. We hey, hate it with each other. Ah, it's not it's nice. Not nice. We don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> Like it, you know, you know how it is when you, like, you know, it's like, no homo, like, don't get this wrong. Like, you know, when you fight with no, your girlfriend, 
and I you're like you. sad like why did i feel yeah. like it's unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how we yeah. feel but unfortunately yeah, we need to have this conversation because we yeah. have different opinions about it exactly. and we want to share with you guys but yeah. man dude this was yeah, this man. was the one Huh? Man, I'm I'm sweating, man. I'm sweating. Like I, me too. Me, me too. I think I, I think for the I think for the first time, like for a couple of minutes, we're not smiling with each other during the podcast. Nah. <laughs> what are you saying? Like, <laughs> I could feel the tension. I was like, yeah, no, boy, this one is real, bro. I wish we could. I wish we recorded this one like a video <laughs> and posted on YouTube for the fan base to see. Like these guys, were, this was not a skit. This was for nah, real. This was real. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, but before yeah. we end, yeah. you know, there's something that's itching in my head and right. I can't seem to get it out. But for some reason, you seem to see something different. So I just wanted to jump a little bit on it. Okay. Marcus Rashford, man, fuck his goal. His goal was good, was beautiful. I like it. Can you explain to me what the fuck is going on? Why am I still not satisfied with Rashford? You know what? Explain. You know what, man? You know what? Because I know I... you see it. I know you see it. And please, I do not want you D to be biased. I'm begging you. Like I'm not gonna be it. look, look, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm, I'm not gonna be biased. And the reason why I'm saying I'm not gonna be biased because you can even attest to this. Because I remember yeah. you called me out last season and I felt so bad when you called me out, you know. About what um Rashford was having a like his form picked up last season and he was having an amazing season. And I remember I sent you a message and I'm like, I don't trust Rashford. You know what I mean? I don't trust yeah. him. You know? Yeah. Like the next game is probably going to, to default back to his nonsense ways. And then I remember you called me out on it, you know? And after you called me out on it, I was like, Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Ben is right. You know, Ben is right. I need to get behind Rashford. So there's no way I'm going to have a biased take on this because if anything you are the one who made me like accept that look Rashford has actually got into his prime and he has become a better player but it's funny how getting into this season you don't see it anymore you know and quite rightfully so and honestly the way I see it is yeah a lot of individual players mm -hmm. rely on the team to be playing well in order for them to have that good game that people are looking for so I think a lot of players are suffering from they're not playing well because the team is not playing well. So that's why I think some of these players looks like that looks like they're not performing, which rightfully so, yes. But when you look at what they're supposed to do in the positions that they're at, it's almost impossible for them to play well because our midfield is getting overrun. There's no balls which are being played like proper balls. It's just random picks. You know what I mean? From Onana, Lindelof, Martinez. You understand what I mean? There's no direct pass. There's no build-up in that midfield for our forward players to be getting the ball and doing what they need to do. They can't always drop down, drop deep to come and fetch the ball and go up. It's just going to exhaust them. It doesn't make sense. You check. So for me, I feel that some of these players, it's just as a result of the team just not playing well as a whole. And with Rashford, I agree with people. He's not playing to his best. But one thing you can't deny is that he's still doing the bare minimum that he needs to be doing. And it's just unfortunate that the players are just not getting behind some of these balls. I remember in the other match, when the first one that uh, Martial started against Spurs, when Rashford collected a ball 
and he passed it into the box and there was no one there and Martial didn't make the run to come and receive that ball. You understand what I mean? And then it looks like, oh, Rashford's just getting useless balls into the box. It's like, no, Martial, why are you not in the best position to receive this ball in the box? Because he was any other top striker. He would have been in that position to get the ball and blast it in at the back of the net, you see? And yes, even though he's not playing to the standard that we expect him to play to, he's still beating defenders. He's still putting balls into the box. He's still taking chances at goal, and every now and then they're going in. He's still assisting. You get what I'm trying to say? And for that Arsenal match, and obviously we, we, we spoke about this a little bit at the beginning of this episode, but yes, even though Anthony was playing better than Rashford, Rashford's final third output was still more than Anthony's. And if we're looking to win the game or chase an equalizer, why do you want to bring off the player that's actually doing something in the final third in order for us to get a goal rather than someone who's not being effective in the final third? Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah, man. That's just my take on it. Not that I'm saying... I'm not saying that Rashford is playing amazingly well. No. I'm saying, mm. look, he's not playing well, but at least he's doing what he's supposed to do. And it's just unfortunate that none of it's working because the team as a whole... I just pop at the moment. No one you know what I think? Has got a leg to stand on and say we are playing excellent. You know what I think? Mm. I think Rashford is sort of is is sort of dancing with the the, the reset to defaults um, settings button. Like I feel yeah. like he's dancing with that button right now. Like he's he's bordering on reverting back to his nonsense because I feel like he's thinking too much. Mm. I don't know these chances that you are talking about. Because for some reason, maybe I'm looking at him in a biased thing. And for some <laughs> reason, I have noticed more opportunity. Like Rashford, you look at that Arsenal game. There were about three or four chances where he was supposed to give a good chance. Like pass or cut in or give, yeah. make a good decision. And he didn't. And it ticks me back to that default Rashford. The one who was just doing things, trying to take the world on, on his shoulders by himself. And at the same time, trying to look like he's being a team player. Not nah, for me right now, I'm not happy. Like I, I, I like his occasional goals. But you know, for some reason, I've always had this philosophy, even when I was playing football. The more you give, bruh, you shall receive. Like the more you try to assist your players, for some reason, you will always find yourself in good positions and you will always find yourself in positions where you'll be able to score. Rashford yeah. will always score. Rashford will never lack goals. He will always score a goal. Ten goals, there yeah. it is. It's about releasing the ball at the right time. And this season yeah. so far, I think ah, that thing is gone. Because you look at when these youngsters come in. You look at when Ganacho comes in. There was that game yeah. where he came on as a substitute. And yeah. Ganacho came in. Immediately we noticed that, oh my God, this kid was bringing, bringing in the balls in that wing. Where Rashford yeah. was. Sometimes you, wait, you expect Rashford to give that. He's seeing his wing back coming. I don't know if it's because he, it's not Luke Shaw. Or what? But that was something that was like in his brain. Even when he was yeah. playing with Martial. What happened? What happened to that telepathy? What, what, what's going on? And yeah. he's a player that he's no more a child at United. Sure. Like, he has got big responsibilities. He's a number 10. His wages, what, what. He's an academy player. We are all looking at him to shine. But we yeah. cannot expect sub subpar performances from him. No ways. No ways. Because you look at 
the way other people are hungry. And I'm also including this to Anthony. I'm also talking, I'm talking to all our wingers, apart from yeah. the youngsters who actually do the job. Because it seems like the youngsters are the only proper wingers we have. Truth be yeah. told, these are the guys that yeah. just this new modern attacking side attacking. There should be a different name. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they're not doing inverted. Yeah, inverted, inverted, you must do the job. But look, man, obviously we still need to record a, an episode on our match reaction. So let's save all yeah, the yeah, yeah. stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, that yeah. one. So yeah, man, go ahead and um, I think we can wrap this one up. Ah, no, uh, thank you everybody for listening to this one. I mean, I I'm sure when you when you guys look at the the time, you're gonna be like, oh, but trust me, it is jam packed. This is the Sancho v Eric Ten Hag episode. It's hot. You guys got to see your boys pass the D and Benito go at go at it head to head. Yeah, it was. I was juicy. It was juicy. Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. D, tell them where they can catch us, my man. Yeah, thanks once again for listening to the Glory Reds podcast. You can catch us on all your favorite podcasting listening platforms, except Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, on Music, Zencaster, we everywhere, baby. Check out our website. We've got our community page over there. You can join our WhatsApp group to continue the conversation. And yeah, that's what's up. Peace.